One of the things that I've learned in my walk with the Lord is that there's a vast difference between me trying to go do something for God and God using me as an available vessel. That's something that we're going to talk about a little bit tonight as we experience the sound of a band from Black Shear, Georgia, known as We Are Vessel. Well, with me tonight is Randall Broadhead from, he's the front man from We Are Vessel. And I know that we scheduled this for a little bit later at eight o'clock, but we figured, you know what? We're just going to go with it now. We're, we're ready. And I appreciate everybody that is tuning in either on YouTube, Facebook Live or on Twitch. And I want to give a shout out to all of our listeners on Apple iTunes who are going to be listening to the replay. Randall, welcome to the live stream. Hey, Glenn. Thanks for having me, man. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to have you too. And we were talking before we started the show. Randall's got an early flight tomorrow and I am back to work, which means 12 to 15 hour days. So we figured we'd get this done. And I am really learning what it is to depend upon the power of the Lord to do this this evening. So I'm excited because maybe God can really use me when I get myself out of the way with this. Yeah, so. Amen. Amen. So for all of our viewers, hey, if you want to comment and weigh in, go ahead and do so. We will bring your comments up, especially when we check out these awesome tunes from the band We Are Vessel. Now, one of the things that I like to hear is the stories of how bands are brought together, because you really see God's hand in it, especially for ministry, when different people are brought together to do a project to minister unto the Lord. So Randall, how is it that We Are Vessel came about? Man, we were... Uh... I was actually in another band, another another band we did for a while called October Glory, and uh, the band was doing great. We we were looking at probably signing to a record label. Everything was going awesome. I had left my job at the railroad, and I was really ready to pursue you know full time ministry with the band. We thought we were making it, and um, God had other plans, and it just fell apart. and uh, And I was kind of left at a moment where I was like, I've left my job. We've you know we've we've really poured everything into this thing, and what are we going to do? And so I was at a, at a crossroads. I, it was talked about that I would maybe take over vocals, but the management was like, no, we're not going to do that. We're just going to move on. And uh, I remember uh, sitting at my, my buddy Noah's who Noah was the original drummer for we are vessel. And we were sitting in the room and just chatting and this, just being a little down and out to be honest. And um, I just remember having a prayer. We had some prayer time at night and just saying, God, you know, I, I just want to be your vessel, whatever that is. Cause you know, in October glory, I was just a guitar player and, and I loved it, but I knew God had a calling for to sing on my life. And, um, and I, I, I was content being where I was because I was finally making it, you know? And, um, and I remember just saying, God, I'm just going to be your vessel. I'm just going to throw my cell up. You take me wherever you're going to take me. And, uh, you know, my heart, you know what I want to do. And uh, management that we had with uh, October Glory contacted me and said, hey, what are you doing? And I said, well, I'm, I'm actually working on a new EP for a new band. And we called, uh, Noah and I had called the band We Are Vessel. And uh, they were like, oh, that sounds cool. Well, when you get it done, send it to us. And, uh, and so that's what we did. We ended up uh, doing a demo, sent it to them. And actually, the first single off this, uh, the EP did fairly well on rock radio. And so it's kind of came it's it's really what god had planned i believe from the beginning but he had to get i was using i was i was in that band and it was awesome god was doing great things but i knew he had he knew my heart he knew my dreams he knew my passions and yet he found a way for me to do that you know one of the things that i've learned from my own personal experience is that when you start taking those small steps and i want to remind our viewers that it's steps of a righteous man not leaps not bounds not vault pole vaulting mm -hmm. but the steps when you start taking those and you start working and moving in ministry 
it kind of feels like you're an albatross a little bit. You're, it's very mm-hmm. awkward and you're kind yeah. of finding your place in doing that. And when you transitioned and we are vessels started about, what were some of the confirmations that God gave you that like, oh yeah, this is it. This is what we're supposed to be doing. <laughs> Man. So it's funny you say that as far as confirmations, because I remember when the band started, uh, we were probably playing our first or second really show that we had ever played before ever. And um, we were at this church and we were, I think, I, I can't remember if we were doing a concert or what, but I know we were leading worship. We led worship that morning or not that after, that night for us. And a speaker was coming in afterwards. And uh, we, uh, we were playing that worship set. And I would remember talking to God about a, a week before then saying, God, you know, I'm stressed out. My, you know, I, I need you to confirm this in me, but I also need you to confirm this in my family. And we all need to be on the same page. We all need to make sure that we're doing this, God. And I just remember literally being on my kitchen floor, just crying out, saying, God, give me a sign, you know, and uh, just I need it blatant. You know what I mean? And uh, and so we, we played this show. We were playing the show. And, and uh, when we got off the stage, the speaker didn't even get to hear anything we did. He literally was stuck in traffic, ran onto the show or ran into the stage and uh, started speaking. And uh, bef- he stopped right in the middle of what he was saying uh, at the at the moment and looked back at me and said, you're going to make it, brother. God said to tell you not to give up, not to not to not to leave what you got going behind, that you and your family are going to go a long ways in this to never give up and to keep moving forward. And uh, I just thought like I, that's I mean, God's confirmed so many other things. But if I, as I look back and I'm sure my family would say the same thing, that night was just an absolute incredible night of confirmation for us, you know, to. And we, we look back on it right even now uh, when times get tough, because, man, times get tough, you know. And um, we think back, man, you know, God confirmed it. He's always confirming it. But it was that big one, big confirmation for us then that really just set everything apart. That is like the mega confirmation. I couldn't have asked for a better <laughs> testimony than that. And for our viewers and our listeners, we we didn't plan. I didn't know what he was going to say. I I spend a lot of time in prayer and working through these questions for each edition. And I study the bands a lot and the music before we actually get on, because I want to go beyond the music. I want to deep dive it. into the heart of what's going on. And that's what we have going on here tonight with Randall Broadhead from We Are Vessel. And just from the few minutes that I've been online with you, and looking at your stuff on social media and listening to your music, you know, you're not just a band that's there jamming for Jesus. You know, there's a mission, there's a ministry Absolutely. going on. Can you share with us what the heart of that mission is that We Are Vessel has? Absolutely. Uh, you see, a little, uh, not to get into my testimony too much, but I, um, back uh, years ago when I first was really had the, the, the calling to be a singer, um, it wasn't very good. And I remember being at church and, and even my pastor telling, you know, telling the sound guy never to turn my microphone on and things like that. And, um, and it, it hurt me. It brought me down. I battled depression. I battled self-worth issues. Um, I, I battled, uh, I was a huge people pleaser. Didn't even realize all that stuff and that I was really that bad at it. And, uh, as time went on, I remember uh, going and leading worship um, for a friend of mine through with Celebrate Recovery, and uh, I was there just to lead worship. You know, I didn't know that there was, you know, I'm not a drug addict and I'm not hooked on alcohol, so I don't have any any issues, you know. And uh, uh, I get there and realize quickly that it's not all about drugs and alcohol; that it's hurts, habits, and hangups. And then I started realizing more that man. I do have, I got some issues. I, I'm a people pleaser. Didn't even realize that's what it was called, um, and that just that brings me down and I was labeling myself as, uh, you know, stupid, dumb, all these things. I was putting name tags up here, letting people see me who I, who, who I was telling myself I was. And, uh, and I, so I began to realize what that was. And as time went on, we are vessel started happening, man. I, I wanted to encourage people to not give up because, uh, if I had given up, if I had listened to what man said, I was good enough to do, um, there's no way in the world we'd have this radio interview tonight. We'd be doing this tonight. I would, you know, I, I tell people at my, at my, um, a lot of the recovery groups that I go to and minister to, I'll, I'll go to recovery groups. I'll go to halfway houses, whatever. I love, I love just encouraging people that sometimes out of their lowest, um, 
to keep fighting, keep moving forward. Cause I remember being at my lowest and ready to give up. But because uh, of some people that were around me and my family and everybody supported me and praying for me and, and believing in my dream, my parents believing in me, uh, God was able to use me and work with me. And, and I've done some pretty incredible things. I would say for a person that uh, man said, wasn't good enough to, to be on a microphone. Um, and so my mission is, pretty simple. I, I want people to see who Jesus Christ is and see the love. I want them to get saved. But more importantly, I want them to know who they are. And I want them to know that they have a purpose and they have a uh, they have a right to 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 walk in their calling, um, to be uh, just a child of God and to uh, not be pushed down. And if they are pushed down, to know how to stand firm on the foundation of who Jesus Christ is and who they are as a child of God. That is really, really powerful. And I believe right now I'm seeing this in a lot of people that I've been talking to and working with is that there's a, this awakening that's going on, that we are sons of God, that we are vessels, yeah. we are his image bearers, and that we have an authority to walk in. And when you start to realize that, you start to see how much the world and the devil and all that other dark horde behind him tries to keep you down and tries to keep that suppressed. And I want to encourage everybody that the reason why the devil does that is he's afraid of what's in you is, is really what it yeah, comes absolutely. down to. He doesn't want to see it released. And we've got a comment from Orlando. He is from Armor of God, awesome band from Orlando, Florida. And I've got my Hard Rock Cafe Orlando, Florida shirt on. <laughs> yes, I have been there. I just did not get this out of Goodwill. He says, greetings, brothers. Listen on earbuds while vacuuming. Hey, I'm glad we can join you as you clean the house. I'm yeah, sure man. Carla really appreciates that. He says, great testimony. It, it really is. You know, and with your faithfulness to the Lord, how have you seen him move when you've ministered through music, have there been any things that you've seen where you've seen people freed up or heard reports of people being freed like you've been freed as oh, you've man. been doing this? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, number number one thing that I figured out pretty quick on by getting to share and do and, and not just about the music, but more about, um, you know, what I've walked through, my hurts and habits and hangups and things like that is I found healing in that um, and realize that there is healing and sharing. And so I, I tell people that and I think back to uh, it, Honestly, man, you know, we could I could I could stay home and make money and make this thing work. But it's because of these stories. It's because of the people that uh, I hear uh, from messages that I get on online or even letters sometimes say, you know, I was before you came that night. I had plans of when I was going to take my life and I was going to leave. And then you sing a song that just reminded me of who I really am and that I have a purpose. And or you said something that reminds me of that. And and uh, that is the game changer for me. You know, that, that's why I'm, I'm doing what I'm doing. It's not even always just about that. It's, it was, um, I was at a show this, uh, last month, I believe it was, I can't even remember what state it was in. Forgive me. I've been busy lately. Uh, but, uh, it might've been Alabama or Mississippi. And, uh, I was at this show and I, and, and I, it was a normal group and I was, I shared some songs, shared some stories, shared my testimony and, uh, things was going good. And then, I usually have this one spot where I come back in and share a little bit about my 2019, um, how that story went and uh, sing another song. And I just all of a sudden, I just kind of stopped where I was and was like, I'm done. And I, I didn't even know why. You know, I was like, I still got more to go. Why did I stop? Well, the, the pastor or the, the Celebrate Recovery leader uh, walked up and said, you know, tonight I feel like we're going to do an altar call. And, and sometimes I do altar calls, you know, so it's not like it just never an altar call happening or anything, but I just felt like I was supposed to get out of the way. He came up, gave an altar call and there was this gentleman there that had been um, at one point, he was the largest drug dealer in their city. Um, and he was really only attending recovery, celebrate recovery so he could get his paper signed. And uh, he would make sure to tell everybody there that he was only there uh, because of that. And that if he's given anybody any praise, he's going to praise Allah not, not Jesus. And he would, if they led praise of worship, he made sure everybody knew he was singing to Allah, but they still allowed, still loved on him, still let him come, all those things. And that night during that altar call, he walked forward and accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And I didn't even know that was a thing. I remember just standing there saying, oh man, somebody went forward. This is awesome. But then the sound guy comes and says, you don't understand what that's about. You don't understand this guy's story. And something you said tonight, whatever you did, made that change. And uh, I was like, just all oh, God, man. But those stories 
those things is what keeps me on the road. It's what keeps my family, you know, it's hard on them too, but it's what keeps us all in this game because we know we're, we're serving God and making a purpose and making a change in somebody's life. And uh, that's what it's about. You know, it's interesting. You hit upon something there. There's a lot of times I'll say something to somebody or we'll release a live stream or podcast and I'm just going about doing what we're doing and th- we'll get a response or feedback saying, hey, wow, that really ministered to me, man, that word that you spoke. And I'm like, I don't even remember what I said and it hit them. And <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. I think that ties into being with a vessel because at that point, you know, it's not about you. It's about mm-hmm. him when you do that. And I know we talked about this a little bit at the outset, but can you share with us our and our viewers what it means really to be a vessel of God? Because one of the things that I've seen, and I am guilty of this, I'm going to admit it, of, <clears throat> hey, I've got this great idea for God. I'm going to go out and do all this awesome stuff. And really, there's nowhere in scripture where it said, says that God wants us to do anything for him, but rather he wants to work through us. Mm. Um, you know, so how does the name We Are Vessel tie into that? What does it truly mean to be a vessel of the Lord? And how does that tie in with how you minister with the band? Well, absolutely. That makes sense. So, you know, when we're thinking of a vessel, a lot of times we just think that it's a boat just out on water. You know what I mean? Um, and, and and sometimes that can be what it is. And we get waves that crash on us. It makes us uh, want to get beat down. Sometimes we're rising above. The waters are calm. It's all good. But when I think of a vessel, what I think of is something that comes into port that from another place that brings things that we need, things that people need. And if that's what a vessel, that's what a vessel is to me. And I'm coming into port. I'm trying to come to these places and bring people what they need. And what they need is Jesus. What they need is love. What they need is encouragement. And uh, that's just, that's, that's really, that's, that's it. I don't, I don't know what else you can even say about a vessel, except it just, you know, we can have those about the, the being beat down with the water and all these things. But like I say, it's just about bringing the vessel into port and, you know, let, if we're in port and we're bringing things to people, it's just like allowing us to go forward and letting God work through us. Because with that, if we didn't, bring that vessel of all the things God's given us. If we didn't load it up with all the things God has told us to share our testimonies or things like that, that we've been through in life and bringing those into the port, then what is it? You know, it's, uh, I, I just, I just think that's, that's the same, same thing as, as, as God working through us is because we're bringing those things into port. Yeah, I would agree with that. And that's a really interesting analogy with a vessel of a boat. I had not thought of that. And last week we had on my good friend, Ron Hamilton. And one of the things that he was talking about was us being conduits for the spirit of God, you know, kind of like that ship, bringing the spirit to people and then also allowing the spirit to flow through us. And I think a lot of being a vessel from what I've been studying and putting this together is really what John the Baptist said, where it's less of me, where I decrease and he increases. And I see that so clearly when your ministry started, you started out with, hey, this is what I want to do. And then it fell apart. But then God, you allowed him to move you in the right direction. And you said, hey, I want to be a vessel. And for our viewers and our listeners, Randall, how do we know if we're doing it in our own power or if we're really truly being used as a vessel? From your experience, can you help us out with Mm -hmm. that a little bit? That's the tough one. You know, I, I feel like God is the one that really will humble, humble you in that situation because you got to ask to be humbled sometimes. Uh, I, re- I remember when we uh, I was talking earlier, we released that song out and it went to um, radio and uh, it charted decent. And so we, we, we did our first tour, really hadn't played many shows at all. And uh, I remember coming into a, a town in North Carolina and we were the, the headliner and and uh, get there. We sound check. It feels cool. I'm like man, I'm on tour. I made it, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm somebody, you know, and, uh, literally that night, the openers were there. And, uh, as soon as they finished up, everybody left, but like four people in the room. And, uh, I remember coming out and it's like, well, before I even come out on stage, just being like, man, this is kind of, this kind of stinks, you know, but, um, I remember saying, okay, God, I get it. It's not about the the amount. It's about just being what I'm supposed to be, being going and doing what I do, whether it's five or five thousand. And uh, that's it. Just being who I'm supposed to be for you. 
you know, what I'm really hearing through you is that the music is a vehicle that you use to minister to people, that your heart really is to glorify Jesus and to mm-hmm. minister to others. It's not music first, then ministry, but it's ministry first Absolutely. and then music. It's the tool. It's the gift that God gave you. Now, this is something else that I find very interesting about you. And I know this would be very hard for some people to do. Mm-hmm. And it's hard for a lot of people to wrap their head around. But you started as a Christian rock band. That was your that was yeah. your genre. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden, we've taken a left turn at Albuquerque. And we're moving more. <laughs> yeah, Bugs Bunny reference right there. Yeah, right. We're, I love we're, it. <laughs> we're leaning more towards a contemporary Christian sound. What was it that led you to do that? Can you explain that for us, please? So number one, man, when I write music, it's going to come from the heart. It's going to be about what I'm going through, what I'm doing, um, what God's put on my heart. And um, my life drastically changed in 2019 um, when we started the record. Um, I lost both my parents and my grandfather back to back within a couple of months. And um, really unexpected because they both they all got cancer um, back to back to back. And um, in an instance, I was, I was, I was mad at God, you know, um, I, God had been telling me to, to, you know, be still and I'll fight your battles for you. And, and uh, you know, when, when I lost mom, I remember thinking, this isn't you fighting my battle. Like, why'd you do this? And then lost grandpa and then come to find out dad has cancer and he passes away on, on Christmas Eve. And I just remember, you know, looking up at God and saying, God, I've served you pretty much my whole life. I've given you everything that I ever, ever had. I almost lost my house, almost lost my family, almost lost all these things for you. And this is what you do to me. And that was the mindset I was in. And uh, I just remember um, being upset with God and, and uh, trying to figure out what I was going to do next. And, and uh, in the midst of all that, the record was being written. And so what was coming out of that record was not necessarily all rock and roll. I mean, to be honest, the last record I did, um, there were some songs that I had that weren't allowed to, you know, we really didn't put it on um, the record because it didn't fit the, the format. And, um, you know, I started Broadhead Music Group and um, because I believe more in the, the person and more than just the industry. And uh, I, sometimes labels tend to label people and that's not really what I want to do. I feel like we, we got to be smart as musicians and smart as you know what we're doing. Cause we have fans and we want to, we want our fans to, to, to like our music. But I feel like if we are giving them something that we don't even like, or we're not even a part of really at that point, then we're just doing them a disservice. Um, it's, it's not fair to them to just write songs to write songs because that's what they're used to. Um, I think it's only fair to, for me to give you my all and wherever my heart is. And um, that's where these songs came from. They didn't, this, none of this record was written pre 2019 um, at all, except for one song and it, it wasn't even completed. And uh, during 2019, we wrote the song, our current radio release, you hold it all. And, uh, and uh, because that was when I was thinking, man, why can't I trust what I already know? God's been faithful over and over and over, but I'm, I'm scared you know? And so that song came out of that part. And then as we went on, I had the song be still, he will, uh, because God was speaking to me. And, um, you know, the songs about, uh, wait and seize the, the records titled. And, you know, I'm, I'm a guy that's one of the last songs of the record. I'm just a guy waiting to see what God's got in store out of this plan. I don't really understand why my mom and dad's not here. And I don't know that I ever will, but I, I, I know God's got a plan and I know that he's, um, I'm trying to learn to be still and to know him and not just be still and expect of him, if that makes sense. And so it's, it's going to be a complete change. It's, it's going to be a, a big, there's some rock and roll on there, man. I don't know if you guys have listened to the record yet. There's some rock and roll on there, but I'm definitely, I'm definitely pulled this way with this record. Who knows what the next one's going to be? I don't know. Um, I just, I just, I, I've been asked this question several times, you know, and I just, Man, I just I just write music, and yeah. this is where my heart's at, and I I love all music that glorifies God, and so 
who, who knows what you're going to get next. <laughs> yeah. I, I think what it is, is you're a servant of Jesus is really what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. And nobody knows where the spirit is really going next, except mm-hmm. for God, the father. And yeah. you can't put the, you can't put God in a box and you can't put the no. spirit in a box and God, no. he loves it all. And uh, mm-hmm. that's one of the things when we started this uh, ministry three years ago, the focus, we were hard rock and heavy metal. And now we've got everything and we've got a whole bunch of other things going on with it too and it was Mm -hmm. as i was taking those little steps god's like okay open up the aperture open up the aperture Mm -hmm. because it's what he wants to do and it's a matter of me following him where he wants to Mm -hmm. go and not hanging on to it's not like a certain genre of music identifies me or right exactly yeah yeah, it it doesn't and it Mm -hmm. shouldn't identify a band uh, that that's following the Lord. What should identify the band is the spirit. It's Jesus mm-hmm. that should identify the spirit. And that's what I see going on with We Are Vessel. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the th- things that I really appreciate about what you're doing. So let's go back in time to 2014. And we're going to share one of your crunchy rock songs with our, with our <laughs> listeners and viewers to get, get a awesome. taste of that. Yeah. And then we're going to, we're going to move into the more contemporary sound. You had a song called Holding On. Can you yeah. tell us about this song, what this is about? Oh man. So, you know, in the first few years of We Are Vessel, it, it is still hard now, but absolutely some of the hardest times I've ever been through in my life, creating crazy credit card debt just to keep the band alive and, and, um, uh, you know, not knowing if we're going to have a, a meal the next night and things like that. And, and, uh, so I, I write songs a lot of times to remind myself of things, you know, um, the broken one was really written to me. Um, and so there's another song that's on the new record called keep fighting. It's, it's all these things that I'm really trying to remind myself that I've got to hold on and not give up. And I don't know if you've ever been told, like, you, you know, you've heard the, the phrase, well, the preacher's really stepping on my toes. Well, I feel like that's what happens when I write these songs and I have to go out and sing them every single night. I feel like I'm stepping on my own toes and it really kind of rejuvenates, revives me. And so holding on is um, really just kind of about that as well. I wrote it with a good friend of mine, uh, Josh Steele, who played in the band briefly. And uh, we, uh, the, the bridge of this song is what it really comes. I'm not giving up. I'm not giving in. Um, you know, we've come too far to really to, to give up. So why look where you are now and think about where you were two years ago. And I guarantee you'd be so much happier where you are today than you were two years ago. But we want to live. We tend to live in the moment too much and not see other things. And so just hold on, man. That's it. Keep keep going. That's what it's about. That is strong. That is really strong. And I like this song because it's got what I like in it. It's got good lyrics, it's got depth, and it's got the crunch. And this is, yeah, man, man, this is Holding On by We Are Vessel.
<laughs> I love that. And, you know, it's really funny for our viewers and our listeners. Um, our studio dog is Mac the Metal Dog. And there he <laughs> is. That is Mac the Metal Dog approved. And I actually let him in the studio tonight. I don't do that because he gets ornery. He's old and crotchety. And he always tries to come over and scratch my leg and try to hop up in my lap. And as soon as I sound crunch, said crunchy, rock, he came right over and tried to call, crawl up into my leg to watch, watch the video. <laughs> We've got a comment here from Orlando, and he says, pretty rocking tune. <laughs> Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Orlando. And I got to tell you what, man, your vocals are smooth like butter in that. I love your vocals in that Thanks, song man. and very powerful song. And let me uh, take Mac off of the screen here so we can get on to there we go. Bye, Mac. And he just exited the studio, too. So I guess he's I guess he's done for the night. It's time to go down and take a nap. He's like 14 years old. So oh, that is if you can see his way down the stairs without my help. So but um <laughs> you know, I really like the video for that. And one of the things that popped out to me is you're doing that like in a desert area yeah. where it's like dry and there's not much out there. Did you do that on purpose to match the message of the song or was it, hey, let's just go do this in a desert? <laughs> so the uh, really and truly, to be honest, um, the guy that shot the video had an idea for a place. And I think it was I think he was talking about doing it like a warehouse or something. I was like, man, that's been done so much. I was like, let's think of a better idea. And he mentioned this place. And uh, I was like, that would be absolutely awesome. That would be cool. So it has absolutely nothing to do with that. I'm sorry. I wish it did. <laughs> we just thought it was a cool location. It and fits. So. It fits the song. <laughs> it really does. You know, and I joke around with people like, you know, you take a look at Norwegian black metal bands, how they're always doing mm -hmm. stuff out in forests. If yeah. I ever went hiking in Norway, how many Norwegian <laughs> black metal bands would I run into? You know, so if I got That's lost fantastic. in the desert, I would probably find We Are Vessel out there, you You're know? Right. Yeah. The funny thing about that is, because uh, that's one of the questions we got asked when we released that video. It, it did really well. And uh, I'd always get asked, like, where was, where did y'all go to shoot that? Where'd you go to shoot that? And I was like, man, that's just the county, the county place where they dig up all the, the dirt, they fix the dirt roads in my city. <laughs> so <laughs> there was literally, I live in South Georgia, man. So we're, we're all a bunch of rednecks down here. There was literally a guy mud bogging beside us as we're going, we're trying to watch him, make sure he doesn't run up on us. And uh, it's, yeah. So it's it's, it's the desert in Georgia is is <laughs> what it is. I did not know there was a desert there. Man, it looks like you guys got on a jet and flew somewhere to do yeah, that. And yeah. were there budget, any? <laughs> yeah, low budget. <laughs> hey, outdoor makes a great landscape for any music yeah. video that, that you choose. Um, were there any challenges in shooting that out there that you had? Uh, not really too much. The the worst we had was we couldn't get the van down there with the equipment. So we had to carry it a good bit of the way uh, because we didn't want to get stuck. The van was a one wheel wonder, you know what I mean? And um, and so we carried a lot of stuff down there. And then the only other challenge was um, carrying it back up the hill. <laughs> That's really about it. It was hot. And then the guy, the director, uh, he almost hit me with the drone at one point. The, the shot where he's overhead. I don't know if you noticed my hair's <laughs> going like this. Literally almost runs it into me, but he gets the shot. So I guess it works. <laughs> hey, that that's a good videographer that you got there with that. <laughs> he did a great job. He did. He did. <laughs> so now we turn the page to 2021 and you have a new album called Wait and See. Yeah. And you've followed the Lord, been obedient, being a vessel to him. And now the sound has changed. The heart is the same, but the, the sound has changed to more contemporary sound. And you have a new song called You Hold It All. And you did that in compilation with Jason Roy from Building 429. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us about this song a little bit? Absolutely, man. Um, one of my favorite songs on the record, uh, It was, and it was the first one, like I said earlier, was the first one we, we wrote for the record. Um, slap dab in the middle of when I went up to meet with Jason to uh, discuss, you know, doing some writing. Um, uh, it was right. Mom was battling cancer. She was going through a chemo was in a tough time. And, and I remember talking to Jason and saying, man, I'm just, I'm just, I'm having a hard time with this. Like it, it's tough. You know, I actually had just got off tour with them and it was it, the crazy time about it was uh, at one night we, it was, it was, I think I was out with them, Sanctus Real and yeah, them and Sanctus Real. And we're sitting up at VIP and uh, I had just found out the news that, that, you know, what mom had was, was cancerous. And, and uh, so I remember telling the crowd out there, like, everything's going to be OK. I know, my God, you know, but then I get behind the scenes and I'm in 
don't know if you can hear that or not, but my metal dog is running around being crazy right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, now he's going to find You got to see this one. Look at this ugly face. Oh, look at that. That's yeah. a Boston Terrier. <laughs> it is. It is. Hey, we are. This was made to be. This was made to be. <laughs> it was. It was. I seen that. I was going to show you, but he wasn't here. No, stop. Anyway, so um, I, uh, man, I'm bad. I get off track. Oh, yeah. So the song, uh, we had left that tour and, and we were talking about doing some writing. And so he knew that was kind of going on. And behind the scenes, I was like, Jason, I'm, I'm just like, I'm, I know God, who God is. And I know what God's going to do, but I'm a little worried. And uh, we just come up with one of the first lyrics we wrote off for was um, why can't I trust what I already know? And it's part of the chorus. And, and, uh, and that's so true. Like why can't God's been faithful over and over and over in our lives. We can look back right now and say, yeah, God's been faithful to me. But when something comes up that's hard or hard to deal with, we act like we've never seen him operate. And, uh, and that's where it came from. And I was just like, God, you know what? Here I'm again. You got to you hold it all. I'm just going to stand back and and try to walk through this thing, God. But I know when I fall apart, I know when I break that your hands are going to be hold, there holding it, and you're going to put me back together. And um, it just meant a lot that we wrote that song. And and you know, a lot of people don't know, you know, really realize it is a little more contemporary. But we left them guitars in it, and uh, we left the guitars turned up in it, so it was driving it really hard. Um, but uh, it's still just a song that just reminds me every night again that God, he holds it all. Why can't I trust him? I'm stepping on my toes again. Every single time I sing that song. <laughs> I, I like how you say that because a lot of times, you know, we have these expectations or I'd say a vain imagination of the way God should be operating and we miss what he's really doing. Like yeah. you were just saying a minute ago where he's done all these things in my life, you know, and a lot of people do that with provision. It's like, oh, God hasn't provided for me because they don't see, uh, you know, the publisher's clearinghouse check show up in the in yeah. the mailbox or the money dropped from the sky. And God has been providing for them, but they're just not stewarding what he gave them. You know, it's, it's all mm -hmm. a vain imagination in a lot of ways. Yeah. And it's just so important just to be still, as we were talking about earlier, knowing that he is God. And seeing him for who he is and seeing his hand yeah, and being amen. thankful for that. And uh, I think we're going to start a new trend that in order to be on the Raven's Heart live stream, you have to be a Boston Terrier owner or <laughs> have owned a Boston Terrier. Uh, a few months He's ago, uh, we, we did Rockfest here in Charleston with the letter black, and I had Mark and Sarah on before they came down. And Sarah's like, oh, that's a Boston Terrier. I had one on, when I was growing up. So oh, nice. I see I see a common thread There's going on here. Yeah, there, there is a trend. <laughs> and, uh, you know, for our viewers in, uh, that are tuning in right now that are used to us starting at the 8 o'clock hour, we started a little bit earlier because Randall's got an early flight tomorrow morning, and I've been up since before the, even the sun came up. So we're doing this and rolling with it, and uh, you can catch it on the replay. And this is You Hold It All by Vessel, their new song that's got a new sound, and God is always into a new sound. It's not like I didn't see it coming at me this time. Same old fears, same old doubt, same old places I hide.
So from my Boston to your Boston, there we go. <laughs> totally, totally Mac the Metal Dog approved. What's your dog's name? Gizmo. Gizmo. Hey, Gizmo. I hope you're doing good. Hey, and we've got another comment up here. It's Tiffany from The Last Trumpet. Hey, Lithos Cry Crew. Greetings from North Carolina. Tiffany, glad to have you on. Thank you for joining us. And as I said, we started a little bit earlier tonight because work is very interesting for both Randall and I right now. And uh, you can catch all of this on the replay on YouTube. And hey, if you're catching us on YouTube Live, go ahead and subscribe to us. Because what that does is that helps us get this out. It helps us get the word of God out. Uh, it tricks the algorithm. And it's been great because we've been seeing increase. Tiffany and Christopher, just a few weeks ago, we were praying for increase for what we're doing over here. And we have been seeing great increase uh, in a lot of things, especially with the number of people that are being reached through this podcast and music. And I want to go back to that song, You Hold It All. As I was listening to it, I wanted to worship. That's what that was leading me to do was I wanted to worship, you know, and there's different types of music and different genres of music that evoke different things and do different things in the atmosphere and do different things in your heart. And listening to that, I was like, oh, wow. It was reminding me, yeah, you hold it all, God. And I just wanted to worship. That was that was so awesome. And um, so encouraging. And that collaboration with Jason, does he really live in Building 429 or... (laughs) (laughs) it's so funny like uh i'm not going to tell you his address but he he almost had 429 as a street address it's like 434 (laughs) he was was like almost had it almost (laughs) almost (laughs) you know i want to talk about collaboration for a minute because you know i was thinking about music back in the 80s when i was growing up and very rarely would artists collaborate you know the only thing i could really remember off the top of my head was uh kenny rogers and dolly parton doing islands in the stream and that was that was about it everybody was kind of doing their own thing it was everything was stovepipe a lot and in the christian community those among believers i find it very refreshing to collaborate with other people lithos cry is not just me i mean tiffany and christopher that we we collaborate we do different things together Uh, i've got stacy from revelation resistance in north carolina i've got rick andrews from metal sharpens metal up in rome new york a lot of times we'll do a mashup and it's all of us at once you know, when we do something like this and I'll join in on their stuff. And what I find in that is that when I'm collaborating with them, I learn new things about God and new perspectives that I've never seen before. And I learn new things about myself and I find myself growing. Did you experience anything like that in collaborating with Jason on this song? Oh, absolutely. Uh, man, Jason is one of the most talented people I've ever met in my life. Um, talented songwriter, talented guitar player, talented uh, piano player, just just all around talented. And, and he produced, you know, the the whole record, and it just blew me away with some of the things that he does. And, and one thing that was um, my biggest growing time was in the vocal booth. Um, I love being pushed to my limits. That's one thing I've I've, I've been a guitar player. I've I've been decent. I've done those things, you know. And and but vocally. I've always wanted to grow, grow bigger, grow, grow stronger. And, and Jason had a way of just really bringing out some vocals in me that I, I, I just really never done before. Um, you know, I've always been in my higher register, um, you know, like holding on, man, that, that keys, that's, it's, it's high. And, uh, you hold it all. We brought it down to the key of G. And for me, that's like, this is, this is a weenie key, but yet we still found high notes in it. And we, and, and then I realized that my lower register is just not as developed. And, um, he brought so many good things that he makes me want to be a good, better guitar player. He made me want to be a better producer. Maybe want to be, uh, just all around better. I just, uh, you know, when we were on tour together every night, I would I would stand back and watch him. I'd listen to him and Jesse play guitar and I would just be like, man, these guys are just good. Like there's the tracks aren't carrying nothing. They're 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 killing it every single night. And it inspired me to 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 be better, to to dig better. And 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 so like getting vocal coaching and uh, you know, even though I'm here I, I'm I'm doing it, but maybe we getting getting vocal coaching, following getting in rooms with people that are better than me, like Jason and, and, and Jesse, where it helps me grow as a better musician, period. And so, yeah, man, the collaboration, it grew me leaps and bounds as a, as a, as a musician and an artist. Um, I mean, I, I, uh, 
I, I, I'm forever grateful for Jason for even taking a chance and, and being my friend or letting me do anything with him, you know? Yeah. You know what I see there with that when I listen to you saying that I see iron sharpening iron like we read about in scripture. Yeah. You know, when you it's we're not to be by ourselves. God never you know, when God said it's not good for man to be alone, he's not just talking about, you know, needing Eve and needing a helpmate, mm -hmm. but he's talking about us living in isolation. And living in isolation is never a good thing. But when you get together with like minded equally yoked as well and that's not yeah, just in yeah. marriage but but believers then you're on the same path you know the sparks start flying because the iron starts to sharpen iron and the other thing mm -hmm. too there's two other things that are coming to my mind as we're talking about this is you know where two or more are gathered together in my name there i am in the midst of them and that's what jesus said and there's this mm -hmm. anointing this special anointing that happens and you really sense the presence of the lord but i go back to psalm i believe it's 113 I'm going off the top of my memory on this, where it says, behold, how good it is. Behold, how good and blessed it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It's like the oil running down Aaron's beard. And mm. oil is always representative of the Holy Spirit. And there's just a special thing that happens when people come together in unity, sharing their gifts mm -hmm. and ministering to the Lord. And you can really hear that come through in that song. That song, You Hold It All, is a very special very special song and we've got tiffany just says yes it's amazing what you can soak up from others through fellowship god feeds us manna from the body that is so right. so true you know because when you're by yourself you get isolated and you start thinking really weird things a lot of times i've noticed for myself that's when a lot of self-doubt comes in uh oh, that's yeah. when a yeah a lot of depression comes in when when i'm by myself it's not a good thing at all. We were made to be social creatures. And unfortunately, you would probably agree with this. What we're coming out of with all of these COVID lockdowns, people are made to be social creatures. And that was very hard on a lot of people. Very, you know, mm -hmm. very difficult to do that. And that's why I like doing this because, you know, what we've got here is a community. And I love it when Orlando and Tiffany and our other viewers and listeners when they weigh in you know you're a you're a busy guy not only are you doing <laughs> music with we are vessel but you have the broadhead music group can you tell us a little bit about that absolutely man uh very very excited about where it th that is heading um you know I, I, for those of you that know a little bit about we are vessel i've always had the production company with we are vessel productions i've, I've started a um a company called vessel lighting where we provide uh, we have our own lighting and video walls now um, and things like that, helping churches get get their um, be able to get afford that stuff, you know, kind of cut out a lot of the middleman stuff and help them be able to get it. And amidst all that, um, before you know, a little two, two, three years ago, way before COVID hit, um, we uh, launched our launched Broadhead Music Group. Um, and it started out to be something that really, uh, you know, I was working with Jenna Parr um, <clears throat> and she's an amazing artist, too, by the way. I've uh, been working with her for several years. And and whenever she came on board and we were promoting radio singles, uh, you know, we had to have publishing and things like that. And so I was like, well, we'll just start one and um, start a label that way we can push from it. And so really started it just for that. And uh, and then as I began to do more work and, and people begin to pour into me um, like uh, Jeremy from Jeremy Holderfield from seven day slumber, a great friend of mine who, who, uh, you know, he, he produced the, the EP, he produced holding on actually. And, um, and uh, he poured into me, helped coach me just like Jason did. I'll talk about how Jason did me poured into me. I've had other people in the industry that uh, JJ weeks, he just poured into me and, and just all the people around me uh, artist wise that poured into me and they were, you know, bigger artists. I was like, man, I want to be able to do that. I'm not a huge guy, but I want to be able to help people. You know, I've, I've been doing this for 15 years, 16 years. I don't, I, I don't know. I've lost count. And, uh, and when Jenna came on, I was like, you know, I can probably save you a good 10 years of mistakes um, and help you get going. And, uh, and it worked for her. Well, um, she's been climbing the charts and killing it lately and, and uh, playing festivals all over the place and, and tours. And it's, it's been great for her. And I was like, why can't I do that for more people? And because uh, I would always have people reach out and ask me what what they could do, and I would want to help, and but I just couldn't, you know, I can't help everybody, and and so uh, I was talking to a good friend of mine, Jeffrey Parr, um, who's actually Jenna's dad, and we uh, we decided to really go full force with uh, Broadhead Music Group and um, add some artists, 
you know, we signed We Are Vessel, of course. We signed Bowling Point, and we're working on with uh, several others in the scene right now, trying to get them some uh, music going and and things like that. And uh, Jeffrey's come on board and absolutely just 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 ran it like crazy. I mean, he's he's running the marketing side of things, and and uh, and he he just he just grabs things by the horns and just makes things happen. It, it, I couldn't think of anybody better to have on a team uh, running running that part. And uh, a lot of what he's doing is helping helping Broadhead Music Group grow because I, I am I am busy. I, I, I'm I'm probably going to be over two hundred shows this year. Um, not to mention producing songs and writing songs with other artists and and tour everything else, you know? And so he's able to do those things and we're just excited to be able to offer uh, something to some, a, a label that's different than any other label you heard. Labels want to put you out there and give you a good, you know, you get a good song, good job, pat on the back. Your next one's not very good. You're off. And what we want to do instead is help you get good songs that we believe in with you, help you get your merchandise up to par, help you get your, uh, your logos looking right. All these things that I want to be able to help you move forward, save yourself all those 10, 15 years of mistakes that I've made and let's boost you forward. Let's, let's, let's help. Let's work together. And so that's kind of, that's what it's about. That's awesome. You're very blessed to have Jeffrey Parr. He is a go getter. Man, um, I am. Yes. I am on the phone either mostly through text message or talking to him probably about two or three times a month. And Jenna, she is an awesome, awesome artist and what a yes. wonderful young lady. And Tiffany says, yes, we need that. And yeah, what you're doing, there are so many artists that really have a heart towards the Lord. They've been plowing for 20, 30 years and, yeah. and nothing's happened. And and it's because a lot of times they get led down the wrong path. There's that, you know, the industry, you know, they, they get involved with the industry yep. and it just doesn't work because it's not what the industry is, is looking for. And this is a great time, great segue, because the Raven's Heart Livestream prize closet is full. And I have right here the Boiling Point Ooh. CD available for anybody who wants one. Yes, we have them right here. And all you need to do to get one is email me at lithoscry. It's right there at the bottom of the screen, L-I-T-H-O-S-C-R-Y at gmail.com. Email me, send me uh, your mailing mailing address, and I will send you from Broadhead Music Group right here, this awesome Boiling Point CD Hope it's lives such here. Such a good CD, man. Such a good CD. I think it's some of the best stuff Bowling Point's ever done. It, it's phenomenal. And hearing the heart of of that band is just we, we interviewed them a few weeks ago and I was like, wow, oh, this man. is just this is just they're, awesome. They're yep. And they rock. I mean, and they do it both. You know, they're they're following mm -hmm. the spirit of the Lord as well. So you can get it right, right. here from the prize closet. Mac has not gotten a hold of these yet. Um, <laughs> so just email me at lithoscry, L-I-T-H-O-S-C-R-Y at gmail.com. Send me your mailing address and we will get the Boiling Point CD out to you. So let's say we have an artist that's viewing tonight and they're like, wow, this is something that I really need. I really need to hook up with a group like Broadhead Music Group. How can somebody get in touch with you to be a part of Broadhead? The best way to do it right now is to, uh, you know, just, just connect with us. Send us an email, broadheadmusicgroup at gmail.com. Um, and uh, or you can I mean, you can even do it through our Instagram or something like that. But basically what we want to do, we, we just we want to hear your heart and we want to see what what you're up to. Um, there's never any promises only because, you know, we can. We can be, you know, the old phrase, we can be really good at one thing or mediocre at a lot of things. So we want to, we don't want to stretch ourselves too thin. We want to make sure that we're able to give, you know, 100% to everybody we're working with. So if we're slow to get back with you, not necessarily to get back with you, but if we say not now is not the time, don't think it's anything to do with whether or not you're good or not good. Uh, it's only because we're listening to what God is saying to do, who, what we need to follow. And, and uh, we want to be able to give our all to to our artist and and uh, it's not just about having people on and and getting percents and things like that it has nothing to do with that it's more more about getting the people on focusing on them and then whenever they're you know on their way to the next best thing or whatever that may be you know you never know who could come up so uh, hit us up we'd love to hear you 
That is great. And I love all the emojis. You can't see them, but all on our social media platforms, we've got the caring heart. We've got the heart. We got the thumbs up. We got a bunch oh, of things going on here. This is awesome. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Hey, and if you're watching on YouTube, go ahead and hit that subscribe button at the bottom. That make me really happy and Mac really happy who's downstairs. I think he's taking a nap right now. And here we go. I, I want to talk about something here again with, you know, the, the beauty of fellowship and collaborating with each other. And Tiffany just sent a message in and I'm going to put it up here and I want to expound upon this a little bit and encourage you. She says, raising up the next generation equals kingdom advancement. You're not just an industry guy trying to get records out there and music out there and get your Porsche and, you know, your, your rock star lifestyle. That's not what's going on. When I hear what you're doing with the Broadhead Music Group is what you're doing is you are raising that next generation. And there's a very biblical term for what you're doing is you're discipling others. This is an aspect of discipling. And I do a lot with leadership. I train a lot in leadership. And one of the things that I've always been taught, and I had to swallow my pride when I first heard it, but now I get it, is what we're doing when we're training others and developing others, we are training our replacements. You know, yes. that, that's exactly what we're doing. Absolutely. And it is, it is our job as those that are discipling and those that are training to train them so that they can go further than we went. And I like what you said about the 15 years of, of mistakes. Not, not that you had 15 years of mistakes. And yeah. uh, Ziggy says, that's exactly my heart referring to the introduction typed in at the top. Um, Ziggy, um, you need to get in touch with Randall. Okay. Um, you need to make that. Um, Randall, what's your, what's your email address so people can get in touch with you directly? Ziggy is somebody who needs to get in touch with you. Yeah, broadheadmusicgroup at gmail.com. Um, it's on my phone. When I get the email, it comes right here. So that's the best way. Yeah, I, I think that Ziggy is, man, what a very, ta- he's right here in Charleston, South Carolina with me. Great friend of mine. Ziggy, I promise I'll get back to your phone call probably tomorrow. As you know, I've been uh, <laughs> sucking wind at work this week, but I'm really encouraged right now. Um but Ziggy's been, he's been going at it for years and years and years, and he's just got this raw talent and yeah, we're yeah. trying to help him out. And I think, I think that you would be a great asset to him so that he can get that music and the message uh, out there. We got another sure. Tiffany says, we love Ziggy. Yes, we do. <laughs> we love is Ziggy. He on, uh, is he on uh, Spotify and all? I believe, I believe he is. He's got a new release that's out. It's called Babylon is Falling. And for those of you that are tuning into us for the first time, I need to check out Ziggy. It's Z-I-G-G-I-E. Uh, the name of the album, the release, it's an EP. It's called Babylon is Falling. And Ziggy is a phenomenal, phenomenal musician. And one of the things that we've discovered with Ziggy, and this goes to the ministry aspect, Randall, is as we're working with him with his music, you know, I am not a music group or anything like that. This is a prophetic arts community, but I like helping people get in touch with each other to do that. Um, Ziggy says, yes, you are. He is on Spotify. Okay, good. Thank you, Ziggy. I I love the, I love the interaction. That's there. It is. Babylon is falling (laughs) there. There there we are. Um, But we've also discovered that Ziggy can preach. <laughs> it's like, and he can teach, and nice. it's anointed. Yeah. So there's That's there's awesome. these other things that are coming out of him, and it's so encouraging to see that. And talk about following, you know, being a vessel, and that's what we've been talking about tonight. I mean, you started out as one type of band, and then it fell apart, and then now you're we are vessel, and you started out as a rock band, and now you're doing more contemporary Christian, and you're just following the stream and the spirit of the Lord, and that is how God moves. That is how God works and it's so great that you are not pigeonholed so as to the music for we are vessel where can people find out more about the band and get a hold of these groovy groovy tunes where did i get that from (laughs) where can they get a hold of the groovy tunes (laughs) i love it uh man the best thing to do is just go to wearevesselband.com um the website's got all the links to everything but we're on every single platform you can think of um so wherever you go you should be able to find us uh, the new record is is out, and uh, the whole thing is out. I actually have uh, today um, my hands all crippled up because I've been signing uh, pre-orders all day today, and uh, finally got them done literally about five minutes before I logged in, and uh, 
get them all sent off too. But uh, so yeah, we are vesselband.com. That's the best place. Randall, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on. I just got a few uh, few admin notes for our faithful viewers and listeners this yeah. evening. Don't forget, Saturday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, we've got <laughs> Metal Sharpens Metal with my good friend Rick. And if I am awake and alive at the time and not sound asleep from odious hours of work, I will be joining him at the 10 o'clock hour. And... Let's see what happens at 10 o'clock on Metal Sharpens Metal. That's on WVVC Utica, New York. And if you do live in that area, you can listen to it on the actual radio. Now, next week, we're going to be taking a little bit of break so that I can catch my breath. But when we come back on the 26th of August, and we will be on at 8 p.m. sharp because we've got a really special show planned. I've got the worship team from North Palm Church in North Charleston, South Carolina. They have a new worship release called uh, Holy Visitation. It is phenomenal, and I've seen them. I go, to, I go to North Palm Church. That's where I go to church. And when I started going there, I was like, they need to put out an album. And then two weeks later, they're like, hey, we've got an album out. I'm like, oh, wow, this is really cool. But what's <laughs> really awesome about it is that when they start moving into worship, they start moving into the prophetic and you start to see the spirit of God move in very, very powerful ways. So that is going to be on the 26th of August. That is the North Palm worship team from North Palm Church in North Charleston, South Carolina. It's going to be a very special edition. And all of the songs on the album are originals. So it's going to be awesome. So everybody needs to tune in for that. And I'm super excited and stoked about that. Randall, thank you so much for joining us this evening thank you for coming on a little bit earlier and those of you that missed the first part go ahead and catch the replay on uh youtube on youtube live it'll be up there go back on facebook check out the beginning as well and for those of you we are in the process because we are having increase we are moving our rss feed we've been in the process of doing this and it takes some time for everything to catch up from our original hosting service for our audio podcast to we're going back to podbean as our as our host uh, and doing it a little bit differently because there has been increase. So if things aren't catching up, go ahead to podbean.com. You can uh, check us out. It's Lithos Cry there. And if you're having difficulty finding us, everything is still on SoundCloud. And why I started on SoundCloud, I don't know. But it worked. It was good. It was a good start. And Tiffany said that the 26th is her birthday. Tiffany, we're going to have a special worship birthday party for Jesus on your birthday. So that's exactly what we're going to do here on Raven's Heart. It's going to be outstanding and awesome. Hey, everybody, Randall, thank you so much. Yes, that is 826. That is, hey, everybody, (laughs) Tiffany from The Last Trumpet, make sure you wish her a happy birthday and send her lots of birthday presents. And I might even send her some birthday donuts. For those of you that have been watching us for a while, you know exactly what that means. Some some birthday donuts. Hey, everybody, until uh, the 26th of August, peace out and rock on. Lithoscry.com.